Welcome everyone to the We See Better podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today we are interviewing the author of Look at it this way, The Blind Leading Decided, Sammy Sweet Spirit. Thank you for joining us, Sammy. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited. We also have Joe with us, uh, Lisa, and me, (laughs) Anne. So we're really excited to have you here. And, well, Joe, would you like to start with the questions? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, So, Sammy, what was the process of this book like for you? Uh, You said to me offline once that it was about a two-year process, right? Yeah, it took me about two years to, from start to finish, from, you know, from my idea, you know, starting to write to finishing, you know, getting it published and on Amazon. Um, And by the way, it's on Amazon available as uh, Kindle, paperback and Audible. Um, So, yeah, it was... It was a long process, and I. Uh, the reason why I wanted to write a book was I felt there was a lot of misconceptions and misunderstandings uh, about blindness as a whole and blind people. Um, so um, it was my way of kind of saying, okay, well, let's let you know, let's let's do some educating, let's bring some awareness to some some topics that aren't really talked about on a mainstream level. Um, You know, how we do things, how we get around, you know, technology and accessibility and, and, uh, but the biggest point that I was making was the social aspect uh, of being blind and what that looks like. And I, the biggest point that I made in the book was we do things in a different way, but we don't get different results. And I think that's that's a very common misconception is because we do things differently that we are different and not relatable and and that we get we get different results because we do different things and so how can how can people relate to us and I'm kind of breaking that down and saying actually we're more like you than you we you know we are we're a part of each other I'm a part of you you're a part of me and that's the bigger picture of the book is that we're all connected and we are all one and uh, we're all a part of each other. And so I kind of, you know, give ways for us to, to connect better as human beings, not just blind people inside of people, but all people. So, so here's, a, here's a really interesting question. What's something you've learned about yourself throughout this whole process of writing, editing, recording and releasing your book? Oh man. <laughs> so I I said in the book that as long as I'm alive, I'm always going to be getting to know myself. And that couldn't be more true going through this process. Like I I I had days where I was like super inspired and raring to go and energy and like oh my god this is gonna be this is this is it this is the thing this is what's needed in the world like i'm i'm gonna help contribute you know to something big bigger than me 
and then I would have days where I'm like oh my gosh what am I doing this is ridiculous like I you know I'm you know when am I gonna know to stop adding one word here and there or taking away a word or a sentence or like you know <laughs> like beating myself up about you know how this is gonna turn out and and all of that so it's for anybody for anybody who you know is thinking about writing a book I would just encourage you to to keep going like you're gonna have your days where you're like oh my gosh like why am I doing this like this you know is this even gonna be seen like you know people are gonna care about this you know you're gonna have those days but just keep going through because keep going through it because this this book is like I said much bigger than me a bigger message a more important message that are or, or not a more important but an important message um, to get out and so I really learned how far I could go um, I really learned you know that I could really be open authentic honest um, with you know with lots of people I mean I, I mean I, I mean I've, I've always been an open book but like I just like poured my whole soul out <laughs> to the world and it you know it, it turned out to be a really um, an awesome project to to um to do and i think it's very uh important i agree i will tell you one thing i love about your writing style is in my opinion you did not make the sighted person feel stupid or Mm -hmm. um i don't know weird or what uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you tried to make them feel as comfortable as possible and so I really admire you because I imagine that was not an easy feat (laughs) right and you know I'm a very inclusionary person so I didn't want to write a whole book about well you're doing this wrong and what you really need to do is you know you know I didn't want to do that I wanted to come come at it like okay you probably as a sighted person you probably don't have any idea the stuff that I'm going to talk about so let's start from scratch and and know that you know because I have the view that I have about we're all a part of each other I have to speak to them like I would want to be spoken to if I didn't understand something you know so yeah so thanks for saying that I'm, I'm glad that comes across oh you're welcome it, it's very apparent so also so my next question <laughs> was there a part of the book a chapter or section that you found easiest to write where it just flows easiest to write I'd uh, well, probably the chapter about myself. Okay. <laughs> that was probably the easiest. Um, but but the, but it was I wanted to put some stories and like anecdotes in there mm-hmm. that would be interesting for people. And so that right. yeah, that mm-hmm. trying to decide you know how to connect connect everything was a little bit was was hard. And also too, I have a um I would say too the spirituality chapter was mm-hmm. e- was easiest for me too because that's like my that's my bread and butter that's my domain like. I, I really feel like, you know, uh, and and it's not it's not just I'm not when I say spirituality I'm not talking about religion I'm talking mm-hmm. about you know how how we're all connected and what that looks like and how and how our thoughts can like really change can really change our outlook or our, mm-hmm. our how we see things in the world and then 
we can change our own lives just based on thought you know so that was really fun to kind of um to talk about um and and i know you didn't ask this but i would say the hardest part <laughs> the hardest part to write for me was um the the um social justice um um stuff because i really wanted to um i actually had to talk to some people cuz i don't have the you know I, i talked a lot about you know uh you know black america and mm-hmm. how this this relates this can relate uh to, to that mm-hmm. and that how you know the ways for us to even you know to connect more with not just blind people like mm-hmm. i said but with all people so i actually talked to uh people who have who have experienced uh the social justice issues that we have in our world cuz i i haven't experienced those so i really wanted to to um you know have as much understanding as i could to um you know to write about that cuz i felt like it was really important i agree and it it came across in your writing also it was i i noticed it so thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I I think I think it's really important, you know, so that people know that we are who we are. We're not <laughs> the ones who are going to you you've seen in some of those writings and other books, I'm sure Sammy, you know, like that talk about the blind how we used to be in show or well, some still are, but there is a lot of misconceptions about us just being in sheltered workshops, making right. baskets of brooms. that's not really going on much anymore um i i seen even in the when you were listening to your recording how, what what was that process like for you recording it like reading it yeah yeah oh man that was a process in itself so i spent all this time writing the book and then to go from writing it to reading it um and making sure that you know i said things clearly and that you know and i needed to find a good a uh, person to kind of help edit that um i went through some some struggles with that uh trying to find the person i had someone you know someone uh started the project but couldn't finish it and then so i had to to scramble and find someone else and um but but uh i people are going <laughs> to want to know how i did it Um and I'll tell you I I just used a screen reader. Um and people might find that kind of like whoa like you didn't use a braille display or a reading braille. Um no, I actually used uh used this NVDA and I had it reading to me and I was speaking as I was reading. And that's that's a skill in itself. Not a lot of people can do that. Um <laughs> so, you know, I was um I've been like I've been lucky to be able to hear something and say it you know pretty you know pretty quickly after um it's saying it so that's how I read the book and I was a little I mean I I'm I'm like my own worst critic but I was a little slow at first like you know but once I I got it I got it and um it took me a few weeks to record it cuz I was working in the process uh, I, you know I have a full-time job so you know um it took me a few weeks and then you know going through the editing process and and stuff um but i think it turned out really good um you know i'm i'm like 
still pinching myself that I'm on Audible because <laughs> I read a lot of books on Audible, so it's like I'm on there. That's like crazy, but I'm really happy about it. Well, you should be, and you should be very proud of yourself because we are all very proud of you too. You've done a wonderful job, and I love knowing that you used a screen reader because I have tried that. And you're, <laughs> you are correct; it is not easy. No, it's not. <laughs> so I love it. Thank you for sharing that, Joe. Do you have any more? Yeah. So I think it's really interesting because it, it's a different animal. <laughs> No pun intended. Um, recording a whole book than it is recording an album right. of twelve or thirteen songs. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, you we're all whether it's musically uh, or literally our own worst. Where where do you see yourself going from here? Do you see yourself writing another book? writing another albums that's a really good <laughs> that's a really good question yes um that and also what i you know because i talk a lot about um you know like I, i mentioned earlier changing if we change our thought about something it can you know can do wonders for us about how you know even in our own lives and so i'm really inspired by people like uh neil donald walsh who who Uh, is is a part of this book. He wrote the foreword, and I'm, I'm really lucky to call him my friend. Um, and uh, I'm inspired by Byron Katie and Edgar Tolle, and and all these you know teachers who who um, uh, Ian Levanzant. That's another one. Uh, all these teachers who talk to us about you know making our lives better and what in in practical ways and what that looks like and coaching people and like having them work through some really like you know significant trauma and 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 pain and um that's that's what i want to do so through you know the way i see it is okay i'm i'm going to write a book about the blindness and then i'm going to write books so so to get to get the blindness stuff taken care of and then you know continue on so it might actually be received or or heard better you know knowing that You know they have all the information about the blindness because unfortunately you know people if they if you're blind it, it it really hinders people from actually listening to you um that i found in life just experience you know life in my experience so you know it's like okay let's talk about this and then let's move on to you let's move on to your life and how we can, can heal you because we this world really needs some healing right now and and so i want to I want to contribute to that that process and you know coach people and and you know give speeches and seminars and workshops and stuff like that and really really connect with people and get into what they're going through in their lives and how how we can make it better and and heal it and um so that's and of course music music, music will always music is my first love um me and music heals so i want to incorporate all of that in, into what i do lisa did you have any questions maybe not okay you talked about neil donald wash i want to circle back around to him in the uh-huh. book you talk about an experience with 
I believe it is your version of the paratransit system. What's this I read about you, I think, getting arrested, I heard? <laughs> no. Wait, what are you okay. talking about? <laughs> I, th- I, I, I was, I was talking. I thought I read, and I could be wrong. But did, did you have, did you have some interesting run-ins with the, your, uh, what do you call that system up there? The over bar? There? bar? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I didn't get arrested. <laughs> I, I had my phone stolen on a train, and um. I was gonna say, our little Sammy's a felon. <laughs> no, I I was sitting on a train and I was going to see my friend, and um, you know the I was listening to my music and I wasn't really paying that much attention because you know I was just sitting there with my music on, and uh, we stopped at a, at a stop. The doors open and someone snatched the phone from my hand and ran out, and um, it was like. <laughs> shocking to my body my spirit everything and so i went through a lot of like emotions of like being angry and then like you know sad and like you know but finally realizing that you know <laughs> i'm i'm not a victim and and that you know who who's you know who knows what this person was going through and if if i could understand that then to me that replaces forgiveness like i don't need forgiveness if i can have understanding and so that's you know that's that's what i came to with this situation it took a little bit because <laughs> i was upset my phone was taken out of my hand and it's super violating but and also you know i was upset at the the bart police because they didn't really do anything they just it was just another stolen phone phone to them i, I felt and you know um i was on the news for it for you know because you know blind girl gets her iphone taken or stolen and um but that was you know i, I wanted to that, that was another reason why i wrote the book because it's like i i want to do something positive with that you know and and i want to talk about that but i want to you know i don't want to focus on the the thief and that the police didn't catch catch him and, and all that um i wanted to focus on you know how how it it actually helped me believe it or not so and, and things like this because i've been in your shoes too i've had uh a phone stolen while waiting for a bus so you know it does change us oh yeah it, and it, it like i said in the book it created a fear that i've never experienced before which is the fear of people mm-hmm. you know because i'm a people person and so to be afraid to go out of your house and and be around people and take a train again or or whatever like that was new for me and so you know i I had to 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 get through that and i did i went on the train again and in fact i went on there uh, recently for my job Mm -hmm. so it's you know it's about it's about you know um it's about uh you know being resilient and, and coming back to yourself when stuff like that happens to you Oh yeah, I, you I are resilient. I will say that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, oh, oh yeah, um, you've done something I haven't done yet, though, Sammy. I haven't ridden a city bus since I got my phone stolen. Mm. <clears throat> well, you can do it. If I can do it, you can. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I, I, I think, and that's something that you know really is hammered home in a good way in this book. That we are people too. We can do it. So can you. 
mm-hmm. I think and that's an inspiration for everybody so what yeah. was it like what was it like working with Neil Donald Walsh oh man uh, like I'm still pinching myself and I've known him for you know a couple years now um it it was amazing like I so I love him so much he he's the author of conversations with God series um and he changed my life along with like you know millions of other people and and um I was like quoting him all throughout the book when I was writing it because you know I loved him so much and he, you know he's definitely one of my favorite teachers and um my editor along with a friend of mine who actually knew Neil they they both said why don't you write him like what's the worst that could happen like he could say no he's busy he you know but if you want him to you know if maybe he could look at your book and give you some pointers and and you know um because the book was still you know I, it was still a manuscript it was still kind of in its infancy and so um i i'm like all right i mean i'm, I'm a go-getter all right okay i mean so i did so i emailed him and sent him the manuscript and said you know i i used what i learned from you in a new context in the context of blindness and and connecting with people that way and so um he responded he he actually called me the next day after i wrote that and um i'll never forget he he i'll never forget he called and and i answered the phone i didn't recognize the phone number and normally i don't answer those calls so it was just perfect that i did and i i said hello and he's like is this sammy i'm like yeah i'm like i'm like who's calling like i you know i didn't recognize the voice he's like hi this is neil and i'm like hi <laughs> like oh my gosh like and i even said how, how did you get my phone number and i forgot that i put it on the top of the manuscript he's like it's on your manuscript i'm like oh yeah and i was so nervous and i was like on cloud nine for days after that and and what he said in the phone call was you know i really think you have something here it's it's very interesting um i want to help you kind of tweak it a little bit you know go you know edit some stuff out put some stuff in you know and and really capture the reader because i think you can you're a great writer you have you know you really have something to say here so and he normally he you know he's very um selective with with who he chooses to um with what he you know puts his name on for people in 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 their their books and um there's i've seen him say to people oh yeah i'll help you you know or, or and i've seen him tell people you know i just i i can't help you right now it's just you know he'll he'll be nice about it and tell them no so i was i was honored that you know he he wanted to help me and i even asked him in a private conversation you know what what made mine like stand out for you my my book and he said because i'm learning something from it i'm getting something out of it and it's interesting for me so i know it'll be interesting for other people and so we actually worked on it for like oh god a good year together like sending it back and forth and rewriting things and and he he him giving me notes and um you know and then he he did the foreword actually um at the beginning of the book and he he recorded the audio for for that part too and um 
it's just it's I can't I'm spending so much time on this right now because it's it's just such a blessing for me and I'll never I'll never get over it and and they always say you know never meet your heroes I, I that's not even true like he's <laughs> definitely one of my heroes and I can't believe like I'm his friend and he's my friend and I could call him and vent to him about stuff and he can vent to me about stuff and you know so I'm just honored honored to know him I am uh, remembering one of the stories in your book as you tell talk about Neil Donald Walsh um, about when you were a young girl and you met your favorite celebrity mm-hmm. and how what all transpired with that and then I fast forward to now and I don't know about you but I think Neil Donald Walsh is the better <laughs> Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Because he's just a genuine person. Like, he tells it like it is. I mean, I've, I've, I've cried even, you know, not, that wasn't, you know, it's not out of anger, but he's, he's, mm-hmm. he tells you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. <laughs> and so, you know, I've shed some tears, but we, we've talked it out. We're buddies. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but, but yeah, he's just an amazing person. And, and that experience that happened to me when I was younger you know this was a this was a big star you know mm-hmm, i'm not right. going to i'm not going to say not who it is just exactly. just because you know to mm-hmm. protect uh you know his his identity or or right. the hive well, I just said his but okay right. <laughs> enough of that um he that that person's a big star and uh i didn't i didn't really realize um you know like i didn't realize the magnitude of that Mm-hmm. at the time um and that that you know in my head i'm like we're gonna be friends like this is crazy like like you know and and of course we we weren't mm-hmm. um and and this person you know uh promised me a lot of things that he didn't deliver on right but um it taught me that people have a really hard time honoring their word and mm-hmm. and keeping their keeping to me, honoring is different than keeping their word. Mm-hmm. Honoring is saying if if you can't do something, to just let them let somebody know, hey, I I said I would do this, and you know, unfortunately I can't, and the reasons why, and being honest, um, you know, because I was a very I was a very lonely kid at that time, and mm-hmm. and pop culture was my friend, you know, right. like mm-hmm. ce- celebrities couldn't let me down because all they do is make people happy all the time, mm-hmm. so you know, so. Uh, it, it filled a, a hole in my life that you know I didn't have a lot of friends. I was in my mm-hmm. room a lot, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I was a good student, but mm-hmm. in school, but it just it it wasn't enough for me to feel you know connected. Um, and so I would I would watch this person's movies and and everything that that they were a part of, mm-hmm. and um, just felt really connected that way. And then when I got to meet when I got to meet him, it was like oh my gosh, like <laughs> so. But it was it was much deeper than than the celebrity, as you know, as I say in the book. Right. Um, it really it, it really taught me that um, people people have a hard time meaning what they say, and I had to learn mm-hmm. that at a young age. Yeah. Well, I'm thankful you did. <laughs> I know you're probably not thankful, but I think it's made you a part of who you are. Um, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Jeff. Well. well um neil is not the only male voice you hear on the book (laughs) actually there's a couple more so yes there are uh, yeah so my friend 
Yeah, I was gonna say before we go to the big one, let's talk about Javon. No, they're both big ones. <laughs> I love them both very much. Let's talk about Javon first. So Javon wrote a poem. So Javon's my best friend, and um, he we kind of we're on each other's projects. He's also a singer songwriter and a producer. Um, he is a big collaborator on my album. He, we wrote songs together. He's the one who taught me how to you know how to write my own songs and um i've known him for what 13 years now or so um and uh he wrote a beautiful poem in the book first of all that i he sent it to me and i'm like can i put this in the book like this is really good like i like it really explains you know the 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 it explains uh, you know blindness and how we can you know be more together and 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 what what you know what we experience being kind of isolated and and um you know how we can make that better and and asking asking questions and so um it was a beautiful poem so he he recorded and he wrote and recorded that and then he also uh (laughs) if you guys have read the book or listened to it uh, i have a, a chapter a questions and answers chapter like a, it's called Q the Q&A's where I, I answer a bunch of common questions that people ask blind people and um, he did the you know he asked the questions to just have because originally I had asked the questions and then I thought it might be easier on the ears to have you know someone else ask the questions and me answer them so I asked him if he would do that and he did and then another person who you'll hear <laughs> at the beginning and the end is uh, Chris Paulus. He's he's just an amazing person to me, and um, he he did uh, the the script of the the credits and all that stuff. So. <laughs> so how did you and Javon meet? Um, we met actually through. I don't know if you guys remember the Zone back in the day, but there was a a website and a phone number and a team talk server and it was like a bunch of stuff for blind people to connect mm-hmm. and I actually met him there and then a friend of mine uh, reintroduced us because we we just talked a little bit on there and then a friend of mine reintroduced us and mm-hmm. you know and we just like clicked and mm-hmm. worked on music together and and it was just it was just awesome so when you told him you, about your idea for the book, what was his response? Um, so he, so I have this, I talk about in the book, um, it's like there's two extremes that people view as either we're, you know, we have superpowers like Daredevil or we're mentally mm-hmm. challenged mm-hmm. and there's no in between. Although mm-hmm. I said, I said a not so nice uh, word to say mentally challenged at mm-hmm. the time, right? Uh, but he's he's like, you need to write a book about that. Like this was years ago. Like he's like, you need to write a book about that. That's like <laughs> amazing. Like you got to do that. And I so I just kind of okay, yeah. Like and people would tell me all the time, you should write a book. I'm like, I'm, I'm, yeah, me write a book. Yeah, I'm a I'm a book writer. You know, I kind of dismissed it. And then when I was thinking about ways to, you know to bring awareness to this topic I was, I was like okay I could do a YouTube channel but I'm like I don't want to worry about videos and how they look and I just ugh, in the background and I, so I'm like okay well let me just write a book so I just woke up literally just woke up one day it was it was President's I think it was yeah President's Day of uh, 20, 2020 
and um i i just started writing and like <laughs> yeah so javon was really happy um when he he started when he started reading the book he said he cried um just because he's a big audible person too and just to mm-hmm. just to hear it kind of be real mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he, was, he was really happy jeff so much and so little time huh sammy <laughs> <laughs> i know two years you would think well we think is a long time but in the grand scheme of things this earth has been here for more than oh, twenty thousand yeah. years so mm-hmm. we're just a little blip on a radar of what is right before i ask myself, myself lisa you're still here do you have anything you want to ask no i can't think of anything <laughs> I think this this book will serve both the blind and sighted communities. It's one of those things that you know you didn't think you needed until you got it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I mm-hmm. think it can inspire some blind people. You know, Sammy, her writing, they make them think, "Oh my goodness, she's done all these wonderful things," and perhaps make them think, "What can they do?" Oh, sure, sure. I mean, and I talk a lot about, I have a a chapter where I talk about blind people that have been sheltered by their Mm -hmm. families and they don't, they don't feel like they have a voice and they don't feel like they can even say their own thoughts. And it's like, you know, I just want to be, you know, give them, give them that voice so they can feel like they're, they are somebody and they're, they matter and, you know, that they, they have agency and, you know, importance. So, yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> hey, they can travel to Africa. You did. <laughs> I did. I went to South Africa yes. in 2016. <laughs> so that was an interesting anecdote in there too. So I, uh, I met someone from South Africa, and we met online through. Um, I met him through a, another friend that I had met online, and so we started skyping and talking, and, and we talked for you know quite a while before I went there. It was it was a couple years, I think. Um, and then you know i started to develop feelings for him and and same you know the same for him for me and so we started to talk about you know what that might look like and you know um and he he had tried to come here to the states but his visa was denied and so i said okay well if you can't come here then i'm just gonna go there and a lot of people in my life had a really hard time with it they didn't want me to go and um they were you know telling me you know you're blind like you like what are you doing like you can't you think you're invincible and like you know you can't go there like and i did and i you know had a great time and i spent three weeks there and it was so cool to learn about a new culture and like new way of life and how they do things and even things they say that's like so different than than what we say because they speak english you know it's not some crazy language but they have they have 11 official languages there and um so you know i had a wonderful time getting to know you know the the this this love of mine and his family and 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 uh 
you know and then you know you know unfortunately the relationship didn't work out in the end but I wouldn't trade the experience for anything because you you if you don't try you'll never know you know how they always say that so it was exactly definitely a highlight Mm -hmm. of my life (laughs) sounds like you if we tell Sammy that you can't do something (laughs) I won't use the word she used in her book but I think that's what she'll say too <laughs> you know the one where she was talking about um, that side yeah. of people think we can't be potty mouths. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's another thing. Like, oh my gosh, you'd be surprised that even Neil was asking me, like, wait, do they really say that? Like, yes, they do. They really <laughs> do. Like, they think we don't, we can't curse, or we can't, or we don't curse, or we we you know we don't uh, you know have a drink every now and then, or or you know occasional smoke uh, you know marijuana or you know like it's it's funny it's just i didn't know that blindness meant that you know we we couldn't we couldn't enjoy the same activities that everyone else does the only thing we really can't do is drive <laughs> and, and you know so uh, it's funny uh, apparently we're not allowed to be intimate with each other either yeah, that's that was another one that was really funny. People would ask, "Wait, blind people have sex?" Like, you know, I'm like, like I have this video of it's so funny. I have this video of my friend. Someone asked him that, and he just went off. My friend Javon, he just mm-hmm. went off and, and was like so animated and be like, "Really? You think we can't have sex?" And like he like he's like, <laughs> was like trying to show this person like, "Hey, you know we you know we." We enjoy ourselves. Like I don't know right. about you, but right. <laughs> so, tell them our eyes don't work. Everything else works fine, right? And I, because I even said like you should be, you should be touching more than looking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like so, just we really. Have, we, have, we don't just have two eyes, Sammy. We have ten. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that one right there. <laughs> I don't know so, about your. I don't know about your eyes, but my eyes work just fine. Right, right. That's funny. That's hilarious. But no, I mean, people think we don't know things, you know, because we can't see, and that's another thing I talk about. Like a friend of mine, like he said, "Oh, you want something to drink?" And I said, "How about a Long Island iced tea?" How do you know about that? It's like. Why wouldn't I know about that? Um, you know, I, I I talk to people, I research, I ask questions, I try, I taste things. I, you know, like, like, it's just, it's really funny how people have this thought that blind people just don't know anything. So, that's what I want to debunk <laughs> with the book too. I am very know, glad you yeah. did debunk that. <laughs> the only thing we don't know, Sammy, is what we haven't tried yet. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe, do we want to take questions from the audience now, or? Yeah, let's take, some, qu- let's take yeah. some cues from the audience so that Sammy can a those. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turn on hand raising, everybody in the audience. All right. 
Yeah, yeah. feel free to raise your hand and come talk to me. It's about yeah. connection, so let's mm -hmm. connect. And that is something Sam is really good here, good on here at Clubhouse. <laughs> oh yeah, connecting. you always see me goofing around with people and, mm -hmm. <laughs> and connecting with them and, oh, yeah. and listening to their stories and. Gabby Cruz and uh, Mike, you either you two have questions or Denise. What? Uh, she's gone. What? She's not in the audience. Yes, she is. She is. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Okay. No, uh, Gabby Cruz. Denise. Oh, hi, Denise. Sorry, I uh, saw a C and I thought it was Gabby Cruz. <laughs> See, blind person mistakes. Hashtag <laughs> blind people problems. Well, I guess you can call Denise anything but late for dinner. <laughs> well, um. What is your favorite part of the book, excluding the the um, be pure beginning and the pure end of the book? Where, <laughs> where, where, the, where, yeah. where uh, the title of the book and who it's read by. And I'm also going to actually exclude the Neil Donald Walsh part, too. Oh, man. <laughs> That's tough, then. Uh... Hmm, my favorite part. Um, I don't, I mean, I think it's, I think there's so many important parts. Like, I'm talking about job search and how, how difficult that is when you're blind and, and, you know, ways to overcome that and, and social security and housing and how that looks. And, and, you know, I, I think, I don't, if I'm excluding Neil Don Walsh and, and for the audio, Chris doing the, the voiceover um, I just think it's there's it's not so much what's my favorite part it's what's what do I think is is the most important and you know the social the social aspect there's a there's a chapter um, where I, it's, I think it's called socializing individual world or something like that and that is so like needed right now especially between blind and sighted people because we're not being talked to like we're like I know I'm saying in the book talk to us like we're your friends or we're your family or we're someone you care about because we're not being spoken to that way it's, it's either we're you know we don't know anything or we have like these amazing superpowers and they could never relate to our bionic hearing and you know all it's like it's like we're not we're not considered, you know, we're not considered a part of you. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's unfortunate. And, um, so if, if I can help people connect just by, you know, if someone reads the book and says, you know, next time I see a blind person on the street, I'm just going to say, hi, how's your day? Or, or what, you know, what kinds of things are you interested in? If you have a minute to talk to me, you know, then, then I've done my job. And, you know, and if I could help, you know, um, people change their thoughts about um, their own lives 
and okay i'd say that's another important part is um the the last chapter uh what would love do now um you know where i kind of bring it all home and you know tell tell everyone that you your life your life really can be good like it really can just just by if you pay attention to what you're thinking throughout the day you really can change your life and and i want to help do that for people so we know we know you love to tell us everything don't i mean <laughs> Yes, I have a club on Clubhouse called Tell Us Everything. So, if you guys are hearing this either live or in the replays, if you want to join it, you're more than welcome and it's just a safe space to connect and to talk about things that aren't so easy and to know that you have people in your corner that, you know, you know, are going to support you and care about you and be there for you. So, uh yeah, Tell Us Everything is on Clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if you are on Clubhouse, be sure to find the club and join it and come hang out. So you will be guaranteed to have lots of fun. Fun and and, and laughs and maybe a a new perspective on on things. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> well, this club and uh Sammy's club, I will make sure we put down in our show notes right. along with a link to the book. Mhm. Um So Sandy, and Joe, can we put do put a link also to her album, something yes, for okay. everyone? Well, there is something for everyone on there, especially if you're a Beach Boys lover or a Prince lover. <laughs> or a Prince lover. <laughs> yeah, and some homages definitely to them and to Alia and to you know all my my people. <laughs> so. But yes, that'll be down in the the show notes as well. Um, Perfect. So, Sammy. Yes. If uh you and a friend, uh you and your other blind friends are out at a restaurant, who are they supposed to ask if they think you can't read a menu? What y'all want for dinner? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Servers will ask if I'm with blind people and sighted people or or if if it's just me and some sighted people, they'll ask the sighted people what I want. And you know that's just not in restaurants. That's you know nail salons mm-hmm. and movie theaters and like pl- you know places I go to. They're like, what? What is she? It's like, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have experienced that in your life because that is a common, absolutely, very common thing. yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like I can, and sometimes when I'm in a particularly sassy mood or feisty mood. <laughs> I'll say um I would like you know <laughs> I I can speak for myself thank you appreciate that thanks for you know thinking of me but <laughs> no but um uh so I, it's just it's just it's just so funny to me how how this happens but what are you going to do you just it's it's just cuz they don't know and right we have why, to educate them why, yeah this is why I'm mm-hmm. doing it doing this so mhm Yeah. On a, on a side note, y'all, she's always in a sassy and playful mood, so you never know what you're gonna get with her. <laughs> well, <laughs> nine times out of ten, but if you make her angry, oh yeah, she's gonna let you. Oh. Have it. <laughs> yep, 
I will tell you about it. I, I <laughs> do not hide things at all. Like, people almost wish I was a little more private, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just not. I'm very open. Yeah, I remember one day you came in the club and I was talking to somebody about something that I thought was personal, and you were like, "What are we talking about? What are we talking about?" And I don't remember if it's a joke, <laughs> but some guy was in there, and I was like,、uh, "And somebody said whatever it was." You were like, "Oh man, no! Too bad. We're talking about it." It's <laughs> like, "Yeah, girl. Well, yeah, let's go." Like, so there's guys in here. They'll be okay. There's not like we're not going to learn about. There's not like we're not going to hear about this kind of stuff. You know, as <laughs> guys, we're not bad to little. Call me、uh, old-fashioned, whatever.、Uh, <laughs> um, Thank you. <laughs> well, seriously though, if you guys, if any of you guys have any questions, I'm absolutely. I'd love to、uh, to answer them, and if not, that's okay too. I'm, I'm not. I don't have an agenda. So. <clears throat> We do have one、uh, from a、uh, Sam Tertong. I'll bring you on up. What was that, Jeff? We have one person. Sam,、uh, oh. oh. welcome、okay. to the We See Better podcast. We are talking to an author,、um, Sammy Sweet Spirit, about her book, which has been out for almost two months now. And it is called "Look at It This Way: The Blind Leading the Sighted." And not that other title. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, did you have a question for her? Not, no. Um, I just, you just want to come on and say hi and、uh, and congratulate again, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, those are those are those are always welcome. Thank you for stopping by. Fun, yeah. Thank you, and thanks for being here. You're welcome. If you haven't yet, pick up a copy. Two, three, five. I don't know. One <laughs> twenty-seven. Right. Oh. oh. <laughs> There. Twenty-seven is available on Amazon <laughs> in print format and、um, Kindle format also, and then of course Audible. Yeah. And it's also on iTunes as well. Actually, I just found that out from someone. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's,、oh. it's uh, yeah. If you go to iTunes, it's it's in their audiobook section there. So nice. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You definitely all want to pick up like, nah, don't pick up twenty-seven. Get eighty-seven, maybe. <laughs> yes,、oh, there's a backstory to these numbers that Joe is throwing out. <laughs> There's a backstory to a lot of things Joe is saying. Yeah, people are like, it's just gonna go right past them, Joe. Hey, if if, if they can't pick up what I'm throwing down, well, <laughs> well, they don't know the story, you silly. See, here's the thing. That's why you need to join this club, and you know you'll maybe. <laughs> that's、yes. true. Hey, that's a absolutely.、Fact. So if you are on、that's、Clubhouse,、that. please come and hang out with us. And if you're not on Clubhouse. Create an account and come hang out at Woodside. Yeah, because we see better. <laughs> and we want you to tell us everything. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe. Yeah. So anything else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually have one really interesting question, Sammy. How has a clubhouse changed your outlook on the blind dance side of the community? Because you don't just hang out with the blind folks on here. You hang out with some of the sighted folks too, in yeah. a couple of clubs. Yeah. How has this changed with your outlook on club, on life with blind folks or life with sighted folks has been? I think Clubhouse is a great platform. Um, I it's it's cool because it's just audio. So if you're blind, it, you don't have to worry about video, and you can just talk. And it, I think um, the intention of Clubhouse, it, it seems to me, was created to start conversations. So they'll have somebody talking, then they'll bring people up to comment on what they're talking about, and it just spirals into this, you know, conversation. And I think that's great. Like we don't have a lot of apps like that where it's strictly about conversations and talking about important issues and or or even just ha- having fun hangout clubs, you know. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's great. And and I mean I'm I'm biased because I you know <laughs> I met my I met my uh, my partner on on Clubhouse. I mm-hmm. you know fell in love and all of that. So. Uh, you know <laughs> there's that um yeah which is amazing and <laughs> and i didn't think i i really wasn't expecting it didn't think it would ever happen i've you know i've done online dating and stuff and it never worked out um it was just too just too uh just too much and like they were putting me with people who just didn't know how to socialize and they're just so to meet someone like on clubhouse i never thought i i would experience that so I'm really lucky and, and blessed. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I do hang out with sighted people um, on Clubhouse too. There's some really interesting, I mean, there's basically a club for everything, like whatever you're interested in, you know, you so, can find a club club about it. So, what you're, saying, so what you're saying is there's something for everybody. <laughs> there's something right. for everyone, yes. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause like I said, I'm really into the spiritual, stuff and so mm-hmm. there's there's spiritual clubs there's you know Absolutely. clubs where people will like come on and do like tarot card readings or mm-hmm. you know um like sound healing like i saw a little club that was about that that was really cool um i i mean i'm a huge south park fan so i saw a south park club um <laughs> prince fan <laughs> saw a prince club so you know it's just whatever you whatever you're interested in and i think honestly that helps people connect too, like to talk mm-hmm. about stuff that they're interested in because you know uh it's it's something that you know about it's something that you can contribute to and and i think that's that's really helpful and, and i think it could help a lot of people who maybe don't feel like they can be social uh be a little more social and, and talk about stuff that they like mm-hmm. so i think it's great yeah <laughs> it's you know, with this whole pandemic thing for the past, I don't know what feels like forever, even though it's only been about, what, two years? You know, this has been a good escape for everybody. Oh yeah, for sure. Cause people were like doing happy hours and stuff virtually and mm-hmm. on Clubhouse and Zoom and stuff. So I, I think just just to be, to feel like you're together, you know, I think, I think is a great, I'm all about togetherness. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody in the audience or on stage here have any more questions? 
give us nope, a minute. No one has their hands raised. So. Okay. Well, um, I really appreciate you guys having me. I really do. And, the, you know, I appreciate you allowing me the space to, to, to talk about this stuff. So, thank you. Well, thank you for coming. And we always enjoy talking to you. So, and promoting <laughs> your book and your music. Yay. You said something. You you said something really poignant earlier, Sammy. That there's a hero out there for everybody. Or mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. You're probably somebody, and I think everybody in here is somebody's hero. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. There's. I have a song on my album called Like Brian. It's mm-hmm. about uh, Brian Wilson of Beach Boys, and in it, I'm saying everyone needs a hero, someone that they can look up to, to then turn around and be that hero to give hope to someone just like you. Mm-hmm. So I, I really, I really uh, agree with that. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank our studio. Well, I don't know it's a studio audience. Our but... clubhouse audience. Yes. <laughs> It's been, this has been, I think, one of the funnest podcasts we've done here. So I want to thank you all in the audience. And thank you for I'm coming. Sorry. Yes. I'm thank sorry, you. Sammy, we, I'm sorry, Sammy. We didn't hit 27 people. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Again, if you have, if you hear some of the references, come join us. We don't, we don't bite. Nope. And, and just, if you don't get some of the references, still come join us. Right. <laughs> if you do, if you don't. And come find out what the references were. This yeah. is why we do what we do. Yeah. The 27 thing is my favorite number. So every time it's my own personal sign. That's something I didn't talk about. That's something I didn't talk about in the book. Um, is every time I experience the number 27 wherever it is whatever it's from it's my own personal sign that everything's okay so that's why that's what that means for me i love it again again i want to thank everybody for coming um yes uh and lisa um sammy do you guys have anything you want to impart onto these lovely folks before we leave Mm -hmm. Thank you for coming. If you're not a part of the club, we'd love for you to join the club and also the Tell Us Everything Club all here on Clubhouse. And Sammy, again, thank you so much for coming and doing this. And I always enjoy talking to you. Thank you so much, all of you. Thank you. And take care. Take care of yourselves and each other, as Jerry Springer would say at the end of his shows. <laughs> Lisa? Yes, it's been a great. I, th- I think I think Lisa, they're like, what the heck? <laughs> I can't stop laughing. <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, everybody, thank you for coming and mahalo. Mahalo. <laughs>